Let's talk about the reality of being an artist or a writer. Let's let's just think about that for a minute. What's the reality of existence as, as a writer or an artist? And and I'm talking about this in the sense of like a creative writer or someone who writing is more than just a sales pitch. That's a great place to start because let's face it, I think the biggest thing you need to realize as a writer and an artist is is one super harsh truth we need to come to grips with real fast. We don't respect writers and artists. We, we don't. This isn't a society that respects writers and artists. If you're listening to this, it's probably really jolting to hear that because you're going, well, I respect them. But, but no, really, ask how much you do. Think about it for a minute. We don't respect writers and artists, right? The the vast majority of books and best-selling authors you're going to see pinned up on social media profiles, a large number of them are coaches for whom that book is just a sales pitch, right? That's it. That's what it is. We pirate movies and books and whatever we want. We we just take and pirate everything. We feel entitled to the creation from from writers and from artists in general. We feel like we deserve that thing and get mad when we're asked to pay for it. Um we don't contribute much to to literary funds and a large number of people really only read fiction book or nonfiction and stuff that'll help their career. That's really negative. Right, Matt, you're saying something really negative. What's the point? Here it is. Except that society doesn't respect this profession. And understand you have to respect yourself. Right there it is. That's the secret. You have to respect yourself. Now, this is the first and what's probably going to be a few weeks of me thinking on the writing profession in general. But I want to start right here. And maybe this will carry out beyond the, the artistic professions. But understand that what I'm talking about right now is, is about writing. Now, it very well may apply to other people's lives. You may find some some genuine thought here that helps you. And if you do, I truly, truly am grateful for that. But I want you to understand for purposes of context, I'm really talking about existence as a writer or an artist right now. See, I've struggled with this a long time. I really have. Like because I straddle the professional world and the 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 um the the creative world. I straddle both. And as someone who's a working creative in in the marketing field, right? I have to hear this all the time. Like I do. I go on LinkedIn for clients to do research and everything and I have to see every international best-selling author, Amazon best-selling author, braggadocious line of bullshit that you're ever going to hear. And if you read 90% of the best-selling author's books, most of them really aren't that good. They're just thinly, if that veiled sales pitches for coaches and, and consultants and whatever. It's all part of this thing, authority marketing, which has some value to it, but has like anything in the business and entrepreneurial world been taken way too fucking far. Um, so picture like for, for my more nerdy guests, picture like the incredible Hulk high on fucking PCP, right? That's where authority marketing has gone. It, it is. 
Um, but here's the thing, right? I, I see all that, and I used to struggle with it and fight with it, and I still do to a degree, or we wouldn't be talking about it now. If I were beyond this, I wouldn't be talking about it in my weekly, like, what am I doing right now podcast, but that's the thing, right? Then I write a blog, or you write an article, or you do a thingy, or you work on your fiction book, and and so many writers I know have felt this experience where someone doesn't give a shit. You know, you you talk, you, you're you're discussing with people. I notoriously won't talk a lot about what I'm working on because I've had this experience no less than a thousand times in my life, where someone says, "Hey, Matt, what are you working on?" And you tell them, and then they go, "Oh." That's great. Did you know that I'm working on and they don't respect what you're doing and it sucks. And let's just get it out of the way right now. Right. We live in America. We're like the most self fucking absorbed country in the world. We are. I mean, holy shit. I'm surprised if I get a hello or a good morning out of another human being. Yeah, I'm there, too. I'm with you. I get it. I'm the center of my own fucking universe. I understand it. But that's the point, right? If you can understand that you're that way, then guess what? Everybody else is that way back to you. And the odds of you changing the world are really slim. So why is this different for writers and and artists, Matt? Why is this not this way for everybody? And, And why are you just picking with creatives? Because here's the thing, right? When you're a creative, you're pouring your blood, sweat, and tears into that book or that poem or that song or that painting. Like you're working your ass off on this thing. And you're usually running a day job, too. Right. I always love entrepreneurs like, well, this is my business and I love it. I'm working right. You get a check for it. Yeah. Your novelist friend doesn't. He might get paid in the future. She might get paid in the future. Your poet friends are like fucked from the start because America doesn't pay for poetry books. They don't. I wish they did. I try to just so that we can have somebody out there doing it. But I mean, dude, if you thought it was hard to get rich as a novelist, try doing it as a poet. It's even harder. Right. They don't do this for that. We do this because there's a love for the craft. And when they reach out to their friends, if you're one of their friends, when they reach out to you, they care. And when we try to put stuff out into the world, we care whether we say we do or don't like I'm the I'm the number one pretending to be fucking stoic writer on the planet. And I'll tell you, it hurts when I put something out and nobody reads it. Oh, and it happens lots of times. Right. The thing most people read was some BS biography about a bunch of random people of which I have consistent communication with five or six. Right. And the other 90 to 95 were like, fuck you, Matt. You know, like that was the thing. It sucks. It sucks that that's the work I'm respected for. It drives me mad. It pisses me off that if I write a satirical essay, I have to hear somebody's response to my satirical essay. Be like, why can't you go back to when you wrote 100 connections? I don't know. Why can't humanity get better? Right. There's that initial knee jerk like stoicism that goes on. But then there's also that part in you that hurts because like, fuck, man, it sucks to have something you do not be respected. It does. It sucks. But here's the secret. You've got to respect yourself, even though you're not going to be respected by the outside world. I just think that's something that we as writers and artists need to own. You're probably not going to be respected by the outside world to the degree that you should be or think you should be or whatnot. So just accept that and move on with the logic of I'm not going to be respected that way by the outside world. So it's super fucking important to respect myself. Right. This comes back to that self-care talk for a little bit. 
But it also comes down to that of instead of don't try to like this comes back to so many points I've made, right? Don't try to read the fucking market for your fiction book. Don't try to predict what people want. Don't worry about writing for sales. Write what you care about. And I know people are going, yeah, we've heard it before. But damn it, it's important. Right? Look, I literally just told you the odds of making a living as a poet suck. But if you want to be a poet, then damn it, go be a poet, write poetry collections and do what you can. If that's what fulfills you and that's what you love, then do it. But understand that some people in this world, some people in America, most people in America, fuck most people in general won't respect it unless it comes attached to a fucking dollar value. Does that suck? It absolutely does. Is that bullshit? It absolutely is. But it's the most human bullshit. To some people, your accomplishments only matter if the metrics and the numbers are big enough to them. And you're never going to get them to to, to respect you. Because even then, they don't respect you. They just respect the thing you did had a tag that they can look at. They respect the tag for what you did. They respect the best-selling author, not the fact that you bled, sweat, and cried, and worked your ass off and went without sleep and stressed to produce a novel. Right? You have to respect yourself. So how do we do that? What do I mean when I say respect yourself? Well, I took a huge step this last week, and I'm, I'm in the middle of this right now, of purging my, like, so I have a Facebook. Uh, it's never been particularly big until after 100 connections when a bunch of people are like, oh, Matt knows people. We need to connect to him because there's this internal, like, fucking anthill need to network in humanity. So I, I'm connected to a shitload of people that I don't need to be connected to. And I know this because these are people that like if I'm clearly in depression or whatnot. And hey, some of you out there are, are really good at checking up on me. Hang on. Pause. I'll do a really quick shout out to my friend Dorotea. Dorotea and I do taiko drumming together. Good friends. And, and Dorotea will send me a random email. Be like, hey, been listening to the podcast. You doing OK? Like and I'm not the best responder. So Dorotea, I get the emails and I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. That's the thing. I'm not the best responder, but shit, she's reaching out. That's a person that cares. That's the person I need on my social media, as opposed to the I said, I think at one point in time, I said that Cobra Kai was functionally saved by the bell with action scenes and a person who never fucking speaks to me. Finally, in the midst of me, like having nervous breakdowns and shit in the midst of me being infected with covid and worried about my personal health, finally jumped to the bait of Cobra Kai's more important saved by the bell. Because that fucking cultural institution has to happen. And, and I say that I like Cobra Kai. It's funny. I actually have fun with the show. I just don't pretend it's fucking Vonnegut, okay? It's Cobra Kai, for Christ's sakes. Uh, but that's the point, right? Like, there are people there that I never talk to, and, and having them present just causing me pain. And why are they there? Well, they might want to look at my writing. Cool. So you know what I did? I started a Facebook writer's page, and I have a page for this podcast. And I told everyone on my Facebook page, you got two weeks. You got two weeks. And in two weeks, if you haven't liked these pages, you're fucking out of here. I'm, I'm kicking y'all off my personal Facebook page. This is just for people that know me, who are my friends, who I would pick up a phone call with, or who I served in the military with. I don't have to agree with your politics or not, but if I don't fucking know you you're not on that page if you want to keep up with me go to these pages because that's the part of me that you want right that's about respecting who i am it's about realizing it's not important who consumes the content or who reads the shit or anything else it's important that i have a boundary that allows me to respect myself that i don't have to realize hey my only use to people is when i bring up a co topic of conversation they care about 
right? My, my battles with clinical depression are well documented on this podcast. Even I don't need that shit. You in your life don't need that shit. Create boundaries, man. Create good ones that can help you like exist and have a good life without having to dick around because you shouldn't have to dick around for stuff like that. You shouldn't. You should be able to just move forward with things. That's the truth. Right. So that's part of it. That's part of what I'm doing. The other part is I'm trying to remind myself that what I'm writing doesn't need to like please the world. Right. Like I and and, and to stop worrying about craft. Look, we as writers and artists, man, we're so guilty about worrying about craft. It's not even funny. We are, man. We get obsessed with form and function and words and story structure and ideas and all the theory behind the shit that we do. We get super obsessed with. And then we ignore the like emotion or, or the, the kind of creating that we do. I, I, I think I saw something on Twitter from, from the writer Chuck Windig who pointed out that, um, that writing is kind of like a, an act against isolation. It's a sort of call and response. I wish I had the tweet in front of me. I don't. Um, but it was great. It really was. Um, that's the point, right? The, the point is that, that, that the writing is a personal thing, and we should let it be a personal thing. We don't have to tear this thing apart like a fucking science experiment and turn it into Frankenstein's monster, right? Like, we can actually just create a thing because we want to create it, right? Like, who gives a shit if you're writing the next Game of Thrones? Shit, you wouldn't even know to begin with because Game of Thrones didn't know it was going to be Game of Thrones. Trying to write to the market is just the most asininely stupid idea ever, and it generates some of the worst writing you'll ever find. I'm not kidding. If you're trying to write to the market, it tends to suck, and it's sure as hell unpleasant. It really is, man. I'm telling you, I write commercial blogs for a living. And, and look, while I think my clients are cool and I like working with them, I'm not going to lie to you. It doesn't fulfill my soul. It doesn't. It fills my pocket. That's important, too. You got to build those boundaries. You got to set those goals. You got to have that respect for yourself and for your craft and just let it fucking be. Because that's the thing, man. You can have the best craft. You can have the best tools. You can work the best way. You can do the best things. And you can do this and do that and do the other. And it won't make a difference. It won't. Some people will respect you. Most people still won't. You'll never win over that majority of humans, by the way. You won't. And even then, the question will always kind of haunt you. Of do they respect you or do they respect the little title thing that you gave them? The little metric that they had. Who knows, man, but is it really worth the fucking around? Like, is it? Is it worth your mental health? It's not, man. Look, if you just want to be successful, I'll give you the secret right now. If you're a writer, if you're a writer and you just want to be successful, then here's the secret. Lie. I'm not kidding, man. Go look on the Internet. Find some fandom that has some extreme position. Star Wars is super good for this, by the way. And I'm a Star Wars fan. Um, but that community can be a really toxic shithole some days. Find uh, one of those communities and then just make shit up. Say it comes from a source, but you can't confirm it. And then just throw shit out there and get the Google search high enough because of search terms. Get picked up by a couple of YouTubers and bam, you've got a successful blog. I say that from experience. Shit, all I had to do was interview 100 people. People are like, oh, this is really interesting. 
I'm glad they found that. Some of them were probably lying to me. Most people that are telling you how good something is, at least, I, I say at least 30% of them are probably pulling your leg. That's the thing, though, man. Like, you can't get validation from other people, especially not if you're not respecting yourself. If you're not taking care of yourself, building boundaries, loving yourself, and creating a world where you can be happy and live this thing called life, then I promise you there's no achievement in writing or art that's going to fucking matter. It's not. It doesn't matter. Like, you got to figure something out. Okay? Doesn't matter what your title is. Doesn't matter what your, you know, accolades are. Like, if you haven't lived a life that you were happy living, then as far as I'm concerned, it was all wasted effort. And the best way to screw that up and to not do that is to try to live life, you know, hoping that you're going to win over the respect of all humanity while treating yourself like garbage. So there's the thing, man. There's my advice. That's what I'm dealing with, right? How do I respect myself and stop worrying about the respect of others? It sounds super easy. It's not. It's a much more complicated ball game than you think. But, I mean, you know, for the time being, we'll take it. You got to figure that out. You got to know. And once you know, and once you figured that out, then you're doing a little bit better, but you got to know. So that's what I got for you. Respect yourself. Make some boundaries. Love what you do. Don't worry about craft and all. Hell, to be perfectly honest with you, half the time I talk about the craft of writing, it's just me saying shit so that non-writers will be impressed with what I do and leave me alone. True story. True story. All right, everybody. That's it. That's what I got for you. Pondering respect. Respecting myself. I'll never get it from other people. Or not enough to ever slake the thirst is probably a better way to put it. So, till next time, I'm Matt Hampton, just a working writer, and this has been my confession. I'll talk to you again soon.